Hey Rob, what are we doing here? We are having our 10th episode. Is it really already? 10 weeks of this. 10, ten weeks of this. <laughs> I didn't know how long we were going to make it, and I wasn't sure 10 was going to be the number. Do you know what's nice? Your your dad gave us a review on Facebook. I don't know if he feel is that okay? Is it okay for us to talk about that? I guess we to- talked about how he's tardy like me all the time. Yeah. So uh, he doesn't mind. You know, I, I'm interested in seeing the analytics after that mention. Maybe we'll go from yeah. like 25 downloads to 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shout out, shout out to uh, your dad for the, the kind words. Like most of the people I've talked about, I've said that they genuinely find the podcast at least mildly interesting. So now I just guess we need to convince a half a million more people to think that way. Yeah, yeah. I've I've gotten some of the same feedback. It's at least mildly interesting. It's at least mediocre. Yeah, people have said it's a good good podcast to cook to because you don't have to really pay that much attention. Yeah, it's not like we're doing math or anything yet. Maybe one. Yeah, day. I've had someone say your podcast is too mathy, and I'm like, did you listen to literally the first episode and stop? Yeah, that's the only one I think <laughs> where I talk about. <laughs> I guess I'm, we did the Monty Hall problem. That one's slightly mathy, but it's more fun than anything it's, else. It's applicable to real life. Yeah, that's true. It's not like we're up here solving equations or anything. That's true. Maybe we should though. That's, that's <laughs> well, or shouldn't, or shouldn't. So I, I uh, we have a special guest today, Rob. What would you say? How would you describe our guest? The Queen of Taco Bell. I was gonna say beekeeper. Bee- beekeeper Chelsea is here today, and uh, she has the distinct honor and I'm sure pleasure of being our first guest. <laughs> Well, I feel honored to be this to be the first guest. I listened to your podcast twice over, once when you're making it and once in the car. <laughs> once when it's uh, remastered by Rob. Yeah, so the second time over I get to hear Rob talking, which is makes things infinitely better. <laughs> you're just hearing one side. Do you ever notice that the things that I've I've edited out? Yeah, no. I haven't noticed that, but I have no doubt that that happens. That it happens. So Rob once told me about a friend who listened to a podcast. I think you, this was right, Rob. And the, the podcast authors decided to have each person go through a different stereo channel. So one of them was in left and one of them was in right. But she only put in the right headphone. It was like, this podcast is boring. <laughs> so that's the way Chelsea lives every Monday, Rob, is she's listening to the one headphone of our podcast. I don't know how you listen to us twice. I would definitely find another room if you plan listening to the edited version. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Well if you've ever been next to Aaron, you can just hear him everywhere. So I like the way that the internet smells spells it's not smells. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that the internet smells God damn it. <laughs> Okay, these are five rapid-fire questions, and you're not allowed to debate. You just both have to answer. At the same time? Well, yeah. Is it like the dating game where we have to have the same answer? No, you don't have to have the same answer. Okay. This is just so your guests can get to know you better. Oh, wow. Okay. My guests. I feel like your your listeners need to know more about you. It's part of our appeal. We're mysterious. Oh, mysterious. Yeah. Okay, pencil or pen? Pen. Cat or dog? Cat. Dog. Cat. Damn it. (laughs) That's a hard. That's a hard one because nope, I like nope. cats and dogs. Okay. Nope. I nope, like cats nope. and dogs too, but beach vacation or cold vacation? 
beat. Oh, beat. <laughs> comedy or drama? Like when you're watching a show. Comedy. Comedy. Chili's or Olive Garden? Chili's or Olive Garden? Ooh. Uh, Chili's by, by a smidge. I was gonna have to. I was gonna say Olive Garden just so I can pound well, all they, them breadsticks. Yeah, but Chili's has got queso. So. Oh, that's true. And Southwestern egg rolls. Those things are uh, bomb, even though they're molten hot. Those things are amazing. You know, some of our listeners in Seattle may not even know what chilies it. I'm just kidding. There are chilies, but they're like much more rare here than I feel like they are in Texas. Oh, well, they're not really missing out, let's be honest. They're not. Yeah, that's true. It's, I mean, it's not like the, the pinnacle of fine dining or anything. It's not like it's Whataburger or anything. <laughs> yeah, which is the pinnacle of fine dining, especially at 2.30 2 a.m. <laughs> Did you guys see the thing uh, probably a week and a half ago? I think it was like actually last Sunday or the weekend before. It was like right before we recorded our last podcast where someone made a gif from Donald Trump's <laughs> WWE day was throwing down CNN. Yes. They edited CNN's logo onto the thing. Oh, yes, I recall. But, but can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. Chelsea's rolling her eyes. Uh, Donald Trump uh, did some WWE yep. uh, stuff. When? Uh, did you know that? Recently? No, 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 no. Like 15, 20 years ago. Oh, well, okay. Where he was like legitimately wrestling. Like, I mean, he always would just like show up as a guy in a suit and just like throw some giant muscly dude oh to the ground. Oh my gosh, Aaron is showing me a video. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you showing her the one where they photoshopped CNN's logo on it? No, not yet. Well, yeah, so if someone photoshopped no, CNN's logo on it, and so look at Donald Trump is like, you know, wrestling CNN and beating the crap out of CNN. Okay. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that's cute and fun and all. And then Donald Trump retweeted it. Because um, he's an idiot. But that's not what's interesting. <laughs> what's interesting is what happened next. A CNN reporter found out who the real person was who posted this. Yeah. And they called that person to get a comment. Mm -hmm. And that person did not answer their phone call. That person did post immediately after an apology saying that he fucked up and then deleted all of his social media presence. Yeah. Wow. Probably because he got instantaneous death threats. Well, he didn't get death. Well, CNN never revealed who it was. Um, oh, okay. They found, they know. They, and they, yeah. So well, go ahead, continue. And, and so they went through this person's Reddit history and he said a lot of really iffy things. <laughs> yeah. The qu- question is, is people are saying that this is CNN blackmail, that, that a major billion dollar news organization went and found someone who posted a GIF and then like blackmailed them to take it down and make them apologize. Even though CNN itself is claiming that they never actually spoke to him. My question is, does it even matter? Because a lot of people on the internet are very upset about this. Well, I think they're upset about this because they feel like they have some right to anonymity just because they're on the internet where they can't be held responsible for the things that they say. Because this guy wouldn't have had to be embarrassed if he hadn't said anything wrong. Yeah. So before Chelsea starts off, I, I, one thing I want to say is that <laughs> you you incorrectly pronounced GIF. Um, oh, so no, I that, did not. Now that we're past I, that. <laughs> I did not. There are two completely correct ways to say GIF. 
I, uh, I'm going to have to equally, disagree. They're equally correct. Okay. So let's see. What, what do you think, Chelsea? Well, first of all, everything you do on the internet should not be considered private. Look at her on task. Yeah, dang, like just coming right out. I thought it was going to be, first of all, it's GIF. <laughs> all right, so why? Why do you say that? Should there be any expectation of privacy? I think is a, is a like, kind of take a step back. Well, sure, there could be some expectation of privacy, but whether or not you believe that's actually going to be met or not is a different story. I okay. think I think anything you put out there, anything that you do or search for or anything on the internet could one day be public. So I I think he probably had the wrong expectation going in that that would be a thing that just he knew about or that just he published or that he could be anonymous in some way. Right. So like if you're sitting in your house at home talking to your friends, there's an expectation of privacy. If you're posting to a message board that's called mm -hmm. the front page of the internet, you have thrown away that expectation of of privacy like you you are shouting to the ether to be heard and the yeah. things you say you are responsible for saying them i'm sorry that's just it's like a really fine line uh between what you can expect to be private and what's not but so that's it that's also interesting interesting to me though because there are tons of internet communities who make a is like reddit is one of them that makes a specific point of not uh you know outing people or i think that the term is like well, the term if you like go after them semi-illegally is doxing, right? And that's what some people were saying CNN was doing by, you know, finding out who he was. The, like tons of people claim that CNN basically called him and says, we know who you are. We're going to out you and, and then people will dox you because we outed you um, as kind of like blackmail. Isn't doxing specifically for revealing real life information like an like an address not like if you gave us someone's e email address that's not doxing if you're you right physical address that's doxing yeah you're right i just looked it up search for and publish private or identifying information about a particular individual on the internet typically with malicious intent so i guess i kind of took it a step further like people then go perform malicious intent with that but it's just outing them and that's what i'm saying would outing this person's name is that doxing and, and would it be malicious on CNN's part? Absolutely, because they know it would result in harm. Yeah, but then you're saying there should be no expectation of not being outed per se. If, if you didn't say anything wrong, then there would be no problem. Like the only reason why there's even a problem for you is because you said something that most people will disagree with. And so maybe you shouldn't have said the thing rather than worrying about what the consequences of saying the thing are. Yeah, may, maybe not. I mean, this goes hand in hand. There's another like there's some talk of laws going around of people who sue about uh, their likeness being shared on the Internet. Like they did something and somebody Called took catfishing. No, 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 not that. That's that's when you don't portray yourself as who you actually are. Right. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is people who make a public statement and it's dumb or they do something dumb and that video or whatever ends up on the internet and then they sue like Google and YouTube, et cetera, to say, I don't want my likeness or my video to be on the internet. Kind of like if per se overly attached girlfriend sued because she didn't want to be overly attached girlfriend meme. 
Mm. Sure. Yeah. Like she was the one who, and, and in that case, she even made the choice. So I don't think that would ever fly. Like she made the choice to herself publish these videos. I think it's more along the lines of, you know, somebody did something stupid. It ended up as a video on the internet and then they didn't really ever choose to put that video up. And now they want that video to be taken down everywhere. Okay. Well now I have a really stupid example. Okay. Okay, so apparently this week there was some drama between Rob Kardashian and Black China. Oh, I heard about the era. I don't know. Why Why is this a thing that I heard about? Damn. I don't know who either of those people are. Well, my sister told me about this. So, okay, so apparently it's a long story, but we'll just start with the, the crux of it. Rob posts. Who's this? Rob Kardashian. Okay. A Kardashian star sibling. <laughs> Good, good. Can I say real quick that okay. I legitimately had no idea that there were male Kardashians? <laughs> yes. There it is. There it is, Rob. So this man meets this woman named, well, he's introduced to Black China, who's a figure in of her own right, I guess. So, but he ends up posting a photo of her nude or a sex tape or something of mm. her on his Instagram. And then she liked it for some reason, even though they're, they're in the middle of a fight. But it was an accident because she unliked it, and then she wanted to, you know, bring some sort of suit. Oh. But she had liked it, so now she can't. Well, I mean, <laughs> she probably can. The question is more of would a judge throw it out because of that? I think there's precedence right. for having. There's precedence for having is liked it, something. Unli yeah, liking um, it, unliking it. And then filing suit is like, nope, yeah. you liked it. It's over. You're done. This is what <laughs> is, you believe is now. Black China, her legitimate birth name, or is that just what she goes by? No. Well, from I don't know. I, yeah, I have no idea. Interesting. Oh my god! Um, I type in the word black. It's the third result. Oh, is it? Who it's, are you? Who are these? People? Oh no, her name is Black China. Her what name is, is actually white. No, it's Angelica no way. Renee White. Wow. Angela oh. Renee White. That's fantastic. That makes everything. And she spoke both black and China incorrectly. Yes. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the former stripper. How much? Well, Rob, I'm really glad I could tell you about this situation. Yeah, well, there's male Kardashians and there's a woman who can't spell black or China. <laughs> Whose name is white. Yeah. So... Uh, I would say, at least from my perspective, I think that like you should understand that anything you do ever, even if there is a reasonable expectation of privacy, is it can be possibly recorded or something at some point. And I think unless there's like a high reasonable expectation of privacy, like if you do something stupid in public where anyone could witness it or videotape it, then you shouldn't really have a case when you say, I don't want that to be on the internet or I don't want anyone to know I said that or did that. What if CNN got found the real life users behind all of the super racist comments on r slash the Donald and then posted mm -hmm. all of those people's names? I, I think would that, that make you uncomfortable? Well, but l then let's turn it around considering we're all, we're all left leaning. What if, everyone on ACLU's, uh, you know, donation list gets leaked. They might be. I don't know. Maybe they are. But, you know, you, you could ask that question either way, and someone deliberately leaks it. That would, that would not have nearly the same repercussions, though. 
like you donated to ACLU does not have the same social stigma as you said a whole bunch of racist stuff on the internet. I like, think you uh, drastically not- underestimate how much ACLU is stigmatized by the right. Do you think someone would legitimately lose their job if their boss found out that they had donated to ACLU? Possibly. Uh, I mean, maybe I, I, I see where you're coming from. Like, and, I, and obviously, I agree. I think donating to the ACLU is a perfectly reasonable thing to do, and being a racist dick is a perfectly unreasonable thing to do. But I, I, I would not put it past someone to be so far right or anti ACLU that they just don't, they're like, you can't work for me because your positions are all wrong. Well, back to the original question at hand, I'm not really sure why CNN is upset about this. They could play victim here pretty easily and be like, yeah, you know, Trump does, uh, t- you know, put us through the ringer. That shouldn't be, you know, he shouldn't be taking out so much, uh, you know, stress on free press. Hmm. I don't, yeah. I don't know why they would ever. I think I would take that route if I was CNN. Actually, Rob, do you know what they're like? I was kind of confused by the whole thing. Like a lot of people thought, like kind of were pissed at CNN for a while, and I'm the not exactly are at CNN. Yeah. yeah, and why? Like I don't understand that. Uh, they think that they well, I guess the general sentiment is that a billion dollar news organization shouldn't be going after individuals who post gifs on the internet. Yeah. I think that's I think they think it's an unfair fight. And my my point, I mean, like that particular GIF itself caused me no issues. It's I mean, it's actually kind of funny, like whatever. But like then when you go into that guy's Reddit account history, that's when you that's Uh when it became a little bit bigger of a deal because he did say a lot of just nasty terrible things yeah i don't i kind of agree with you as well the the gif itself is not like it's like whatever i don't care the only thing that upsets me is the fact that donald trump is such a fucking child but the the gif itself is like whatever i i don't care (laughs) but to retweet it like a child is just so below the office in my opinion it's that that's I mean, what's more upsetting to me. I, I'm not like I don't want to bring this back to Donald Trump. I just want to yeah. like do people should people have a right to be angry at CNN because they are go they th- even if they didn't what if they did threaten to post the things that you said like if you don't want the world to know you said them then you shouldn't have said them is that not fair? I I tend to agree. Like I think that's completely fair. I think. You know, if you've posted something, you have to have a reasonable expectation that it might get out there. And and that's actually one of the things like that's kind of one of the things where I've posted things on Facebook every once in a while where I'm like, oh, maybe that was a little harsh or I should edit that or delete it. And I don't edit things for content. I'll edit them for mistakes and grammar or whatever. But like that's one of my policies where I just don't delete anything because I'm just like, you know, the policy should be that. There is no such thing as deleting it. If you shouldn't have said it, you shouldn't have posted it. And if you're embarrassed ha- of having said it, you shouldn't have posted it. You know? I used to think that would cut you out from ruling from office or uh, running from office well, for office one day, but not anymore. I yeah, think. Yeah, you you <laughs> would have game. thought saying ridiculous things on the internet would uh, <laughs> preclude your. your Grabbing woman by that pussy is not disqualifying anymore. Nope. <laughs> Apparently being all or all sorts of things aren't disc- disqualifying all of a sudden. You oh, can well, literally... I guess 
if there's anything that good that comes out of Donald Trump's presidency, it could be that we have a whole wave of truly far more honest politicians who are just themselves. Because yeah, now it's and, been proven that you don't have to be this shell of a human being in order to run for presidency. Yeah, and if you make a mistake, it's like, okay, you come out, you apologize, you say that you made a mistake. And like, if Donald Trump's apology could come out, somehow swing voters opinions then Donald Trump's much, apology? what did he apologize for 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 saying grab him by the pussy he, i don't think he, he ever apologized for that well he made a video in which he was supposed to have apologized but he didn't he didn't apologize <laughs> he, for anything he didn't but <laughs> that's what i'm saying if that apology or lack thereof passes for an apology then pretty much any apology for anything passes for an apology Stephen Wilhite. Will White, do you know what that, that name means? No, no idea. The inventor of the widely used web illustration change format. Okay. He declared it should be pronounced GIF, okay. like the brand of peanut butter, rather than with a hard G. So I am of the school of thought that both are perfectly fine because you know what I mean, but the founder likes peanut butter. How many words yeah, but- don't you say because you don't know how to say them? I avoid that term. Really? I won't even say it. I go look it up so that I can flaunt the fact that I know a word. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) Of course you do. Like uh, in high school, I couldn't say the word measure. And it still takes me quite a bit of effort to say it. (laughs) Did you hear the uh, the audible pause? It's still, I couldn't say the word measure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I discovered this because my chemistry teacher heard me say it. And she goes in front of the class, what did you just say? And I was like, oh boy. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. And then I was like, I'm not saying it again. And she made me practice it until I could say it. (laughs) At 15 years later, I've never said it again. Yeah, that's the last time I said measure. But I do this a lot more when I'm typing emails where like I'll come up to a word that I want to say, realize that I can't spell it, and just think of a different way to say it. Oh, yeah. You don't go try to fix – like just go look up the spelling. I spend an exorbitant amount of time avoiding the word. There you go, exorbitant. That's that's a good one. That would be a word that I would start typing and then be like, nope. Um, (laughs) Sometimes I spell words so badly that Google can't even help me spell (laughs) it. All right, so what so what are you guys thinking about naming your uh, future children completely gender neutral names so that when they apply oh. for jobs and things that you know people either a have a hard time discovering what gender it is the person is or b they think it's a male because let's be honest there are some benefits to having a male name I legitimately believe, and I think it's because of the people I know that, and that's not to say that the men I know are bad people, but I legitimately believe that women are better human beings. And so I like, I mean, I think it's good to know like, Hey, no, I know. But statistically, statistically you're, you're right. Sexism exists. Don't you want to set your offspring up for some sort of success statistically? As a person with a gender-neutral name, has it, has it ever created any type of real problem for you, Aaron? Uh, I don't think so. The but spelling. I, but I Aaron. think, yeah, it depends. There, there, 
Honestly, there's a surprising number of people in the world who don't know that A-A-R-O-N is the man version and E-R-I-N is the woman version for whatever reason. Like, I'll, I'll go oh. to Starbucks and be like, Aaron, and they'll write E-R-I-N. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. I don't mind. But like, really? You don't know that? <laughs> like, <laughs> or they're just, they're just trolling you. Maybe. Hey, yeah. They definitely are trolling you. I've gotten the A-A Ron every once in a while, you know, ever since the Key and Peele sketch. Um they saw a, a sketch once and just want to share it with you that they also saw it or to make sure that you have seen it. And I'm pretty sure that every heir in the world has probably seen it a billion oh, times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, I've never – I don't think I've ever noticed any difference there. Like I don't think I've ever shown up and be like, oh, I thought you were a woman. Uh, of course, the, which I wouldn't have minded, but I also think the spelling of my name doesn't lend itself. I, I mean, if in general – Aaron with an A is is for for males. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like that concept. I don't. I mean, personally, I would prefer to name my child the name that I think fits them best or fits who I think. How do you know what fits them best? You're just going to wait until they arrive. It's, it's just a guess. I guess. No, I don't even think they have to arrive. It's it's just like what do you feel? Uh, that is the most unscientific thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, naming is a very unscientific thing because, like, you have different meanings in your head that you've applied to each name that will not be the same meanings the child ends up having. And all of those meanings that you have in your head may not end up being that child anyway. So unless you want to wait till the kid's, like, eight to name them, you're going to give them some name <laughs> that may be the personality. True. Should you be able to change your name midway through life? I mean, I know you can, but should that be more sure. of a thing? Should it be more of a thing? Like where you are, you know, where you get to a certain point, like everyone gets to change their name at age 18. Like that's a thing because you don't feel like it describes you. How many people do you think would actually do that? I legitimately changed my name when I was 18. Did you really? I thought you always joked about that. No, you didn't. Oh, no, like, no, my name was Robbie until I was 18. And then suddenly when I hit 18, it was Rob. Oh, not legally, though. No, but like on a whim just decided that, you know what? Actually, you know what it was? When I got to college and people walked up to me in my freshman dorm, like on the first week, and they said, hey, what's your name? I just panicked and forgot that my name was Robbie and said the wrong thing. And it just (laughs) stuck ever since. So... (laughs) I can just see it happening. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rob, (laughs) that's all I can get Uh, out. Well, like sometimes, like like I had a pool party this past weekend where there was guys there that I've known since high school that still call me Robbie, and then all of my college friends that call me Rob, and it's just like I can tell how long I've known you based on what you call me. Yeah, so that's actually a good question because I feel like I always called you Rob. Did I? I mean, I also feel like I've always called you Rob. You were in my phone as Robbie, though. Still, yeah, I, I don't think you did in high school. I think that I changed. I think, yeah. I oh. think they called me Robbie that time because there were like 10 Roberts in our grade that all went by various versions of it. It's like there's yeah. Bobby, and then there was Robert, and then there mm-hmm. was me, and then we all had different. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You did have a lot of Roberts in your grade. Yeah. Getting back to the naming situation, I want to ask Chelsea a question. Oh, sure. Has it affected your life in any type of negative way to have a name that is so reg- that has so many different ways of spelling it? Oh, man. That people don't always well people get it wrong probably more often than they get it right without you telling them specifically which version of chelsea it is that you spell 
right now. And, and you're exactly right. And what blows my mind is when people misspell your name in an email when your name is right there. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it's more of a nuisance than anything else. I in and I've compl- I've stopped correcting people maybe since I was, you know, I might have never corrected people I correct because people I've realized it's not it. not a big deal. Um, I think but, it's a big deal, but I it's absolutely not that hard. think, but I absolutely <laughs> think people, you know, when you're naming a child, you shouldn't name it something that can be spelled a million different ways. Like really, like Megan, like M E G A N, M E A G A N, M E A G H A N. There are a million ways to spell that. Like that's just awful. Like really, I well, know. I think I... my maiden name was a little more rough than my first name. But that's fine. Yeah. So for me, I get a little upset about it when people spell it wrong. But it's because uh, for some reason. You get upset when people spell my name wrong? Your name wrong. Yeah. I don't get upset. But when it's like, yo, you've known Chelsea for a while now. Like you still don't know that her name is spelled with a, with a Y with instead a of w? an A. With a W. <laughs> you know who else doesn't think Chelsea is spelled the way you spell it? Who? Google. Because in the oh. default version of, of Android texting, C-H-E-L-S-E-A is in there. But your mm-hmm. version, I have to save it in every new phone I get because it doesn't know that name. Mm-hmm. So I have to sit there and type it out every time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty Maybe. bad. Yeah, like when you have to add it to Word and things. Where's the Word team? I'm going to have to go find that. So, but here's my thing. For whatever reason, I'm obsessed with people's name spelling. I don't like to not know how people spell their names. Because it helps you remember. For and it you, helps it me helps remember. You remember their name. Would it help you if their name is spelled in some odd way? Like if you had spelled Eric, A-I-R-Q-U-E? <laughs> Definitely. No question. And I, and I remember that. And I remember like how their last name is spelled too. And it helps me remember. And I think that's why when people mess up Chelsea's name, I'm kind of like, Yo, it's not that hard. You should have just asked how to spell it. Because even common names like Chelsea, I will ask, how do you spell that? And, you know, are you a Y or an A or... With all know, common names? Because I mean, Chelsea's a, a distinct name where there's, like, multiple, like, except with the spelling. If, if I had been like, hi, I'm Robert, and you'd been like, how do you spell that? I'd look at you pretty weird. Like, <laughs> pretty much only one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. well, once I forgot a candidate's name... Yeah. <laughs> hey, how do you spell your name again? Yeah, it's like it's Bob. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Bob Smithers. It really was. Yeah, like, S M. Well, and then that's the time when you start thinking, oh boy, it's Bob. <laughs> yeah, and, you're, and he's like B A W B. You're like, oh, thank God, it actually was weird. <laughs> I'm wow, so, you got a name. Bob now B A W B. Yeah. <laughs> to get back to the topic, no, I, I personally I like gendered names, and I don't know why. I just think that they're nice. Chelsea literally hates the name that I like for a girl uh, because it's it's my favorite character from a fantasy series. <laughs> but she's the shit. She's the coolest. Like she's the best person in that. Yeah. Series. Well, listeners, you're welcome to send in like name puns on this name okay just to prove I, to Aaron how okay I know you don't like it but it's is. it's also it's the name of a lake a quite beautiful lake in Banff uh that's Banff not Banff uh British Columbia no it's it's in Alberta Alberta sorry my bad called Lake Moraine and I just I really and like Aaron that wants name. to name the daughter Lake 
No, yeah. <laughs> no, I really like Moraine. It's a great name. Although Lake, wow, that's a that's an interesting one. Uh, what 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 book series is that from? It's from a, a fourteen book fantasy epic called Wheel of Time, and I promise you, it's awesome. And Moraine is the coolest character. She is so badass. Uh, but no spoilers. She's badass. That's all I'll tell you. All right, so why are people afraid of telling each other their honest and blunt feelings or opinions? What, okay, so for instance, to me, mostly the supplies in the workplace. When you're just trying to tell someone some straight facts that you know completely go directly against what they're saying, it, it's really difficult. I mean, I make it a point to do it on purpose, to look someone straight in the eye and say, you know, I don't agree because of this and this and this. And today I got someone who looked at me and said, well, that was pretty honest. And I said, well, you know, that I just mm. wanted to give my honest feedback here. And so why, but why do people, you know, that would just make conversations so much easier if no one got hurt. And when someone tells me an honest opinion, I make it a conscious effort to uh, not appear flabbergasted or hurt. I just, yeah, okay, that, that, you know, let me think about that for a second. You're Why afraid to hurt other people's feelings. Yeah. You know, or, you, and, and there can even be consequences there. Like, say it's a. What do you mean? Tell me more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say it's a, I'm going to get on my couch, lay down. Tell me more. Uh, you know, if it's a trusted colleague or uh, manager, mm -hmm. you might feel kind of, you know, that you don't want to hurt their feelings for possible repercussions, especially if you know them to be someone who acts uh, maybe too strongly on their feelings. Right. Like I agree with you. I try to separate myself from that. And I also try to be as blunt as possible, but it's also like I've been too blunt sometimes and then been kind of like, Ooh, maybe been I too blunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe just a little, just a little. What do you think, Rob? Uh, I think that people take it personally, right? They pe When people say stuff, they're not saying it because they know it's wrong. They're saying because they think it's right. And so, like, even if you go to correct them with the absolutely right information, you are making a personal attack against them because mm. now well, they've been wrong. In that case, what are the tactics to like make sure to make that sure your that, point? Yeah, it's not taken like that. You know, I usually yeah. say, "Hey, look, I'm about to crush I'll, your dreams." Well, sometimes I'll preface it like, "Hey, yeah. this is on it." Some a statement that's uh, raw. You know? Yeah, this is gonna be raw. <laughs> so that's a good idea to preface it. Two ways I see to do it. Two ways. There is the lame way, which is to <laughs> not do it in a group setting, to go to them individually and say like, hey, I think mm. you said in the meeting, I think you're wrong because of this, this, and this. Yep. And hopefully they won't take it as personally because there won't be a whole bunch of witnesses. Ooh, yeah. Second Good one. and better way to approach it is to just not say anything and watch them go down in flames. <laughs> It's the evolutionary tactic. Oh, I'm going to watch them do this. Pretend I never heard about it. So when it crashes and burns, I am in no way culpable. At all times, Honestly, I wish I, I was with 
with Rob yeah. or my life was narrated by Rob. <laughs> I was like, there's so many times that I'm so anti-confrontation. If sometimes people at work tell me something that's completely wrong and I'll wait like six months to a year for them to realize <laughs> that they were wrong and have wasted like a whole bunch of time working on something that I knew was wrong the whole time it's because I don't want to be the guy that brings it up. <laughs> That is so Well, okay, badass. what happens if someone tells, you know, because you avoid saying something blunt? <laughs> what if you hear something blunt? What's your reaction? Yeah, how do you respond to blunt feedback? I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm... And blunt doesn't have to equal, me, you know, mean. That's it's true. Just, it's not that it is mean. It's not that you mean it mean. It's just that usually when someone says something and you're just like, uh, wrong, uh, people take that as a mean way whether or not you mean it that way uh, how do i take blunt feedback i don't know i guess sometimes i feel personally attacked a little bit when someone says something and i'm just like oh but like like an hour later i'm like it's really good that they said that because man i would have gone for a long time fucking this up <laughs> yeah yeah so so i think for right. me that's what i think there's two ways to take it at least and for me i realize that i i take it uh one of two ways. And so if it's say a discussion or something, I try to be as introspective as possible. And so if they say, you know, you're wrong, blah, 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 whatever, I'll, I'll try to be like, okay, reevaluate is what they, does it have any merit? So a good point would be, I go to work and I say, let's do this. And because I'm, I think it's the right way to go. And then somebody says, I have data to show that that is not the right way to go. Like, you know, that's how you should do it. You know, and so if there's a good like way to back it up, then I think that's great. However, if the other person is floundering or has no good reason to disagree, I can be pretty brutal in my response, I feel like. So if you're just going to randomly the, the come up. The difference comes in between the word blunt and brutal. Well, no, no, but the the person's being blunt, but I'm just saying like, look, you didn't back that up with anything. That's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I would react poorly to that too. Well, yeah, but I expect them to like, I'm going to continue, like I'm pretty hard headed in that way. And I realize that, but you, you can't just randomly say that's a dumb idea and not have any like good logical reasoning or data to back up why you think it's a bad idea. The other thing that I'm realizing is when I'm getting blunt feedback, the way I take it is very much dependent on the person I'm getting it from. So like if it's someone Mm -hmm. that I already respect and like, I get blunt feedback, it's almost immediately taken in my brain as constructive. If it's someone that I don't Mm -hmm. like and they come to me and say that I'm doing something wrong, even if they are absolutely correct, God, it pisses me off. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that's a really good point. I think that's that's a good point too. But that's one of those things where, in that case, I try to be as, uh, you know, as introspective as possible and be like, "Am I not taking this feedback because they have nothing to back it up with, and it's actually bad feedback, or is, or am I not taking it because I, you know, haven't experienced good feedback from them in the in the past, and therefore think this is also bad feedback just by." statistical likelihood (laughs) it's not even that like this could be a totally intelligent smart person that i just don't like and anything they say my brain just immediately like deflects it off like i don't like this person so i'm not gonna listen to anything (laughs) you got to say I must have just glazed over (laughs) chelsea just like trump shut down Thank you.
I don't know how closely Chelsea has been listening to the podcast, but Aaron, you might remember a number of episodes ago, I complained about the kitchen setup at my office. Oh, yes. And you, you, um, you stated that you at Microsoft, you have two fridges, one full of oh, provided right. goodies and one full of not provided goodies. Yeah. Well, I walked into the office a couple weeks ago. No. And the vending machines had been removed and replaced <gasps> with a second fridge. Oh, wow. Well, how, well, how do you feel about that? That could go one of two ways. The second fridge I was excited about because I was like, I talked about this. They must be listening. <laughs> they, they hear my complaints. <laughs> this refrigerator uh, must be for me. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I thought until I opened it and realized they just have two fridges now for people to put stuff in. Well. <laughs> oh, God, that's amazing. So now there's, just, there's no more vending machines, and now there's just two fridges for people to put their stuff in. And – Oh, I no. decided to move my stuff over to the new fridge because I'm all about change. I have to mix it up, you know. <laughs> um, and then, like uh, within a week, it smelled like curdled milk in there too. So, oh, yeah, no. just, that is the thing about shared fridges—they just never work out. That's one of the things that's it's nice like about. It's like a necessary evil. It's a necessary office evil. But see, that's one of the things that's nice about the shared fridge at Microsoft, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's all like milk and shared things like that. Is there's a group of people, I don't know, let's just call them the shadows, that <laughs> that clean it up every week, basically. They they get rid of old milk, replace that it with the new like milk. That seems like a new person, I mean a nice person in your building. No, 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 no. We, we have like have... a sign on our fridge that's like, this is how this shit works. This fridge is for this purpose. We do this on this date. No, we I do think this. that's a person on your floor doing that. No. no, no, no Chelsea, refrigerators Chelsea, don't have that. That person's a superhero. <laughs> You're around a bunch of business majors who are generally clean and decent people, and they don't need help cleaning up after themselves. Aaron is not surrounded by those people, and they need as much help to make sure that the office doesn't smell like the six-month-old salmon that someone left in there. Oh, Oh my gosh. Talking about salmon in the workplace, can we talk about who – who would think that microwaving fish <laughs> is okay? So I used to work at Boeing and I had the pleasure of working like two cube sets down from someone who used to microwave fish. Does this person know who they are if they listen? I don't think If they do know who they are, then they know that they need to change. This is your call. Exactly. Out. This is a PSA. You are yeah. ruining people's lives. You, you are ruining people's lives. No kidding. When they used to migrate, this was probably 25 yards down the hallway. The whole floor would leave. The whole floor would like yeah. go for a walk. It was disgusting. Whenever someone microwaves salmon or any other type of seafood oh. near me that it can smell, I immediately grab my phone and I go catch a couple Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. Nice. And my direct supervisor has once come to me with fish keep a bunch of mints at my desk because i hate coffee and so i have a mint after every cup of coffee and so he comes over with that breath i'm like hey bro hey bro let me help you i have a stack of mints back to this do do mints really help yeah the situation it's not about it's not about coffee breath for me it's about me not tasting coffee anymore i know but does that really eradicate the taste yes oh yeah i have just i feel like mints I have to have gum. I can't. Okay. A simple mint won't. I don't like gum. <gasps> oh well, that's oh, just really? weird. 
Yeah, my jaw hurts in like five minutes, and it's like now oh, I just throw sure. this away, and I don't want to go find a trash can. Like when I get tired of my mint, I bite into it and swallow. That's, oh, that's what I do with my gum. That's what I do with my. Oh wait, never mind. Oh. Wait, you swallow gum? Yeah. Isn't that staying in your what? stomach for like seven wait, years? I, I, you I was... have like giant gum poops occasionally, where it's just like. <laughs> wait, wait. Here, wait, a few comments here. First of all, I was so concerned about landing my bite into it and joke that I didn't even hear Chelsea say that she commits a travesty by swallowing gum. Second, this is like being in the shower. Back to oh, your episode on being in the shower. It is. It's okay. Okay, but everyone has swallowed gum. I have, but not on purpose. I throw it away if I get to oh, I if do I it can pretty once regularly. Once a month. Once a month. Shit. But have you Mercury ever blown a gum bubble out of your ass? Wait, Chelsea no, just said Mercury not. and retrograde. What <laughs> I is think that? That's Twenty-one years, actually. Just look up Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? Okay, so the reason why this is fascinating to me is because, first of all, I pride myself in in our relationship being the one that knows <laughs> all of the trivial facts that nobody needs to know to survive life, and second of all, I pride myself in knowing tons of astronomical facts that Chelsea would never concern herself with. <laughs> and she literally just threw out a Mercury and retrograde every 21 years comment. I don't know, maybe. And now we have to know. So I'm going to look this the up while you guys continue. The thing about my facts, like I tell Aaron quite often, is I know something exists and then I look it up if I ever need it. So it could be seven years, it might be 21. I'm looking at Mercury retrograde calendar and it seems to be astrology, not astronomy. <gasps> oh, Whoa. so no, but it is, it's, it, it's a strong, it's astronomically true that it can, it goes in uh, retro, is it, or, or no, is it, oh, here's a cool site. There's www.ismercuryinretrograde.com and all it says <laughs> is no, something else must be bumming you out. It's, it's a joke on astrology, right? Yeah. Skip on over to that racism topic. <laughs> keep, it, keep it light. Uh, that'll do it for episode 10 of, what are we calling this thing? Still got nothing, I think. Right. Was that it? Yeah, that's probably. Uh, I can't remember that. Uh, remember to rate and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please. Pretty please. Pretty please. Uh, if you have any comments about everything we said today, which was all absolutely correct, so if you say we're wrong, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, still got nothing. Uh, Gmail, still got nothing. Reddit, still got nothing. Twitter. Twitter, still got nothing. All the things, still got nothing. And you well, can find Chelsea at Chelsea Roney on Instagram. That's the hub for all the things. Chelsea Roney on Instagram? Okay. Yep. What so, are they going to find there? Links to other things. So, what other things? Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, for my full time work, I'm a recruiter at Microsoft, but on the side, I'm lucky Microsoft lets me hustle. So, I not only work on a business with Aaron called Select Assist and a couple of other of our good friends, but my uh, another friend set and I are working on a new business called Collectible and it's uh, we're launching capsule wardrobes. So we're super excited about that. What is a capsule wardrobe? So a capsule wardrobe are a number of clothing pieces that stylistically go together 
a min- minimal number of those to make a maximum number of outfits. So oh, I'm, so we're talking like seven pieces for like 27 outfits. So is it like Stitch Fix? Yes and no. Okay, how? Yes, in that it's a box of clothing that comes to your doorstep. Okay. No, in that it's not a subscription. And you know everything that comes to you. You already see, like it's You've not styled it. it's for not you. A, it's like it's not a surprise. Yeah, because it, it's a, like a seasonal thing that you, you you're defining as the staple for the season. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Okay. Good job, Aaron. Thanks. So, besides being queen of Taco Bell and a uh, semi-professional beekeeper, one of the things that we know about Chelsea is that she literally does everything. Like, think of all the things that you do, double it and then triple it, and then go cry in a corner. And that's what Chelsea does for a living. Professionally uh, putting up with you would be enough. <laughs> Besides that, on top of all of that, she has to live with me. That's rough. Four. That is a that is rough. So uh, that's one that's that's the way I describe Chelsea to people when they're always like the other day. Uh, I saw her name randomly on a coworker's desk because she had awesomely <laughs> sent as their recruiter, like she did a project with them as, and, and she sent them a thank you card and a thank you bag with like goodies and uh, uh, the shirt that they got for the project. And I was like, dude, isn't my wife fucking cool? Like she does all this badass shit. And so uh, that's, that's the way I would describe her. If she, you know, she already kind of introduced some of the I things she does. I always joke that I need to take Aaron to interviews with me because you're better at talking about me than I am. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. I am way better at talking Chelsea up than she is. She doesn't realize that she's insane and does everything that everyone else does better than everyone else does it. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. That's nice. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So uh, check out some of Chelsea's ventures. Well, what's that website again? Okay, here we go. On Instagram, you can find me by my full name, Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y, Roney, R-O-N-E-Y. And then our the Side Hustle website is uh, collectible, so C-O-L-L-E-C-T-A-B-L, no E because that's the thing to do right now. Collectible then, without the last E. Yep, and okay. then shop, collectible shop. Uh, thanks to Chelsea for joining us and adding oh. a little bit of uh, spice, better perspective to some of our topics here. Well, thanks uh, for having me on. That was a lot of fun. You got any last final parting words? Still got nothing. What the fuck is up with pizza? I mean, really. <laughs>